Self-image is definitely something that I have struggled a lot with. All of us have moments where we deal with issues related to our self-image. Really becoming aware of your past and present experiences and how they influence the way that you view yourself is super important. Cultivating a positive self-image can also have so many great health benefits. And I think one of the most important things we can do is to spread awareness. Hey friends, I'm nurse coach Sean, and this is my podcast. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you how to create a well and balanced life that connects with who you truly are, whether it be a meditation or mindfulness practice, an insightful interview, or just sharing my own journey and expertise on different life and wellness topics. Hopefully, if you're listening, you will walk away feeling more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to cultivate radical self-love. This is your encouragement to create a more fulfilling and vibrant life for yourself. This is your invitation to lean into your curiosity and intuition. Together, let's build a compassionate space through which to heal. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having an awesome week. I'm back with another episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing the concept of self-image, the elements that make up our self-image, some of the things that can influence our view of ourselves, and also how to cultivate a positive self-image. So hopefully this podcast gives you some tangible advice for shifting your view of yourself if this is something that you struggle with. I recently did a presentation for a breast cancer support group that's organized through a local nonprofit here in Washington State where I live, and I thought I would carry over this topic here to my podcast because I think it's an important topic to talk about. Self-image is definitely something that I have struggled a lot with in my own life, and I think it can be super helpful to just put this information out there because for me... If I had a better understanding of my own self-image and what things influence it at a younger age, I maybe would have stepped into who I am a little bit earlier and not been so reliant on the approval or acceptance or validation of other people. And I have a feeling that there are so many others out there who have been struggling with the way that they view themselves. So that's what I wanted to talk about in this podcast. Before we can get into any of the tangible steps to cultivating a positive self-image, we first have to understand what self-image actually is. So the definition of self-image is one's perception of oneself or one's role in society or the personal view, the mental picture we have of ourselves. All of us have moments where we deal with issues related to our self-image. There are a few key elements that create the image that we have of ourselves. The first element that contributes to the creation of our self-image is our relationships with others. So the way that you show up for people in your life and the way that people in your life show up for you, the way that you interact with others or whether or not those experiences are positive or negative, if you have a support circle of people around you or if you are more isolated, These relationship dynamics can either positively or negatively affect the way that we view ourselves because we are looking at ourselves through the lens of how other people see us. 
So let's say you are someone who has very positive relationships. You know, you have really healthy, strong relationships with your family, with your friends, with a partner, and um, you haven't really had to experience a lot of conflict in those relationships. The view you have of yourself is going to be a little bit more positive because the people that you are around, you for the most part have positive experiences with. Whereas if you are someone who has had a lot of traumatic experiences with people that you've had relationships with, or if you are someone who just doesn't have very good close relationships with people and doesn't have a lot of positive experiences with your family or your friends or even your coworkers, that view that you have of yourself can easily become negative and toxic because it's just what you are surrounded by. Another element that can contribute to our self-image is past and present experiences. So our experiences can affect the development of our self-image as we grow up, and they can also change our self-image as different life events happen to us. So let's say you are going through a huge life transition. Maybe you've just had a baby. Maybe you've just lost a job. Maybe you just got married. Maybe you are seriously rethinking your career path. All of those things that happen to us in life can change our self-image as we go through life. You know, if you've experienced more traumatic things in your past, or if you are currently going through something traumatic, it can change the way that you see yourself. Because in trauma, you learn that you are not safe. So really becoming aware of your past and present experiences and how they influence the way that you view yourself is super important. Other elements that help create our self-image are gender and age and societal status. And we'll talk a little bit more later on about how these societal standards, especially for women, affect our self-image development. And finally, the most important element that contributes to the creation of our self-image is our own thoughts and perceptions. Ultimately, our self-image is subjective. You know, much of our self-image is fluid since it is influenced by so many other factors. And it can change constantly throughout the course of our lives. It can become more negative or positive depending on the awareness that we have on what is currently affecting us the most and what we choose to do from that awareness. So let's talk a little bit about positive versus negative self-image. When you think of someone who has a positive self-image, what things come up for you? You know, for me, I think of the words confident and secure. So when someone has a positive self-image, it means that they are recognizing their strengths and their assets, and they are focusing on the bright possibilities for their future. People who have a positive self-image are also realistic and practical about their limitations and weaknesses and not judgmental. Cultivating a positive self-image can also have so many great health benefits. One of the best health benefits is that it can boost our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social well-being. When you engage in positive self-talk and actively take steps to cultivate a more positive view of yourself and the world, it increases all of those feel-good chemicals in our bodies, dopamine, serotonin, etc. So our mental and emotional well-being really benefits from this. It can also help improve our relationships. We feel deeper connections to others because we are cultivating a deeper and more meaningful connection with ourselves. This also creates an overall 
happiness, and satisfaction with life. When you are creating a positive and healthy inner environment, your external environment starts to shift that way as well. Now, on the other hand, what comes to mind for you when you think of having a negative self-image? The words that come to mind for me are insecure, unconfident. These tend to be people who seek validation from other people and are unable to provide validation for themselves. I think a lot of chronic people pleasers fall into this category of having a negative self-image, needing other people to be happy in order for themselves to be happy. With a negative self-image, you are focusing on your faults, your failures, all of your imperfections, and this distorts your view of yourself based on these things. When we have a negative self-image, we are amplifying our weaknesses and our limitations and using them as validation for why our sense of worth or value seems less. Generally, people who don't have a very positive view of themselves are not as happy. It also weakens our ability to function well in each aspect of our health and well-being in a sense that we always feel like a failure. So when we don't feel like we're enough, we don't show up in the best way in so many different aspects of our lives. If we have a negative self-image, It impacts the way that we show up as a wife, a mother, a coworker, an employee, a daughter, a friend. And it also negatively impacts the way that we interact with others. If we can't find a way to see ourselves in a more positive light, our relationships with other people will suffer. It also causes a decrease in our self-esteem. There are negative health effects that we'll talk about a little bit later when we cultivate a negative self-image. Just as I said earlier, whenever we cultivate a positive self-image, when you create a negative and hostile inner environment, your external environment will also start to shift that way. Transformational change always happens from the inside out. So it's really important to begin by looking inside and becoming aware of what our inner environment looks like before we can change it. For women in particular, body image is significant in developing our image of ourselves. You know, we identify as women because we have certain bodily features and personality traits that are considered feminine or womanly. Certain factors affect the development of our body image as we grow up. So cultural norms, societal standards, the influence of the media, the influence of others— You know, things you have been told about your body throughout your life by parental figures, teachers, role model figures, and your peers. And of course, our own thoughts, feelings, and perceptions that we have about our bodies, our appearance, our sexuality, our level of health, and our femininity. And I'm going to say this again. This is the most important factor. Things that can change our body image over time are weight changes, surgical wounds and scars, cosmetic changes, anything that challenges the societal expectations of what a woman should look like and act like. So if you have gained a lot of weight, if you are a breast cancer patient who's just had a mastectomy, or maybe you've gone through chemo and you've lost all your hair, maybe you are going through a gender transition, all of these factors can change the way that you view your body. So body image is something that I have definitely struggled with in my own life. And I know that so many women out there 
have a more negative view of themselves because of how their body looks or because of ways that their body has changed throughout the course of their life. It is something that really can be harmful to our overall self-image. You know, I talked a little bit earlier about the negative health implications of cultivating a negative self-image, and women who struggle with body image have been shown to experience more psychological distress and anxiety. In the presentation that I had put on for this breast cancer support group, a lot of these women have had mastectomies. So either one or both of their breasts had been surgically removed. And part of their identity as women had been tampered with or altered. And this can cause almost an identity crisis for a woman. To have an organ that helps identify you as a woman removed can really cause a lot of mental and emotional distress. You know, things that change our body image drastically also changes our view of ourselves. It puts a strain on our personal and social relationships. It causes isolation. You know, the feeling that no one around us understands what we're going through. And that can tend to cause us to pull away from others and detach from our personal relationships. Ultimately, the result of a negative body image, a negative self-image, is poor quality of life and sometimes emotional and psychological trauma. And I think this is an issue that it really isn't talked about a lot because as individuals, we are held responsible for the way that we view ourselves. But at the same time, we also need support, which is something that I feel like a lot of us don't get, especially when we're younger. These topics aren't brought to our attention until we are old enough to do the research ourselves or have conversations with other people that know a lot more about this stuff. And I think one of the most important things we can do is to spread awareness. If you already have a fairly positive self-image, that is great. However, as I said earlier in the episode, our self-image is fluid and subjective, meaning it can change based on so many different factors that are happening in our lives, and it can also change really quickly. So there are some different methods that we can use for cultivating a more positive self-image. One is maintaining a sense of normalcy. So having routines that make you feel good. And also having a routine for the days where you know you won't feel good. Now I can speak for women on this, but whenever we are approaching our time of the month, this is usually when our energy drops and our emotional state isn't the best. Having a routine of basic things that we can do when we're not feeling our best to still maintain that sense of normalcy is super important in cultivating that positive self-image because it helps us realize that we are still functioning properly in our lives. And it can help decrease that sense of helplessness and encourage us to continue feeling empowered even though we're not feeling our best. Other methods for cultivating a positive self-image, good nutrition, proper rest, movement every day, you know, increases in your physical activity and moving your body in some way that feels good to you. You know, I'm not saying you have to go and work out for 30 minutes every single day, but doing some type of movement on a daily basis, even if it's just taking a short walk or doing chores around the house, cleaning up, organizing your space a little bit. It increases our physical capacity and ability to 
perform everyday tasks and maintain that sense of normalcy. There are also some coping strategies that we can use. If you are someone who has been experiencing a negative self-image for a long time, there's mental and emotional work that we can do. Some people go to anger management classes, counseling or therapy, coaching. All of these work specifically on our mindset and processing the thoughts and emotions that we currently have about ourselves and helping shift those thoughts and emotions to ones that are more positive. Meditation and mindfulness are also some things that you can do to cultivate a positive self-image. When you spend some time to practice mindfulness and to practice recognizing that you are having a certain thought about yourself and gently bringing yourself back to something more grounding, like your breath or something neutral in your body. This practice can also help improve the view that we have of ourselves. Because the more that we can prove to ourselves that we are mentally and emotionally resilient in our everyday lives, whenever we start to have those negative thoughts about ourselves, it becomes easier to shift our thoughts, to shift our mindset in a positive way. Support groups can also be a really great resource for those of you who have really struggled with a negative self-image. If you have gone through something that has dramatically changed the view that you have of yourself, such as a major surgery, or if you've gone through a traumatic experience like a car accident that has affected the way that you normally function, if you have been a part of abusive relationships, if you've been diagnosed with a chronic illness, support groups are a wonderful place for you to find community and be around people who understand your situation on some level. And that level of understanding can really help boost your self-image and not make you feel so alone. If you are a spiritual person, it can also be helpful to cultivate and nurture that spiritual connection to your higher power, whether it be God, spirit, the universe, what have you. And lastly, it is so important to cultivate relationships with positive, caring people. When we are younger, we tend to be more accepting of toxicity. From my own personal experience, I was a lot more open to surrounding myself with toxic people. And I can now see how much it negatively affected the way that I viewed myself. And when you become confident enough to stand up for yourself and to set boundaries with any toxic people or things in your life, and you begin cultivating relationships with more compassionate, caring, positive people, that is also something that will really boost your self-image. So as I talked about earlier, the most important element of creating your self-image is your own thoughts and perceptions about yourself. So what thoughts do you have about yourself, about your body, about the way that you exist in the world, about your role in life? If you're noticing that you have a lot of negative thoughts about yourself and perceptions about who you are as a person, there are a lot of helpful exercises you can do to establish an empathetic and compassionate relationship with yourself. That is the first priority when it comes to rewriting your story and empowering yourself to be in the driver's seat of creating your self-image. So some of these things include engaging in positive self-talk as much as possible. So I know this might sound silly, but even something as simple as looking in the mirror and speaking kind words to yourself or 
gently touching areas of your body that you are self-conscious about, and again, speaking kind words to it, writing down positive affirmations every day, identifying what thoughts and feelings don't feel good to you, and maybe shifting a couple of words to provide some relief. It can be really helpful also to, to journal, especially if you are having a bad day where you don't feel your best. Write down your experience. Write down how these experiences make you feel about yourself. And then go back and reread them and ask yourself, how can I shift this? How can I change the way that I think about myself so that I'm not constantly beating myself up? How can I become more empowered and come from a place of self-love and compassion rather than criticizing myself or judging myself for the things that I do or say or think? We are the authors of our own story. When you realize that and when you begin to leverage your own ability to change the way that you think and to choose the thoughts that you have about yourself, that positive self-image will continue to grow. And when you have a positive view of yourself and the way that you show up in this world, every aspect of your life falls into place. So my challenge to you today is to do some self-reflection. How do you currently view yourself? Where are you leaning more into a negative story about who you are? And how can you shift to cultivate a more positive view of you? It is so important to our overall health and well-being for us to continually work on ourselves, no matter what is going on in our lives. And I'm here to tell you that if you are ever struggling with your own self-image, know that you are beautiful, you are worthy, You bring value to this world. And no thought or belief or perception about yourself can ever change that. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope this episode resonated with you. If it did, I would love for you to screenshot it, share it on social media, and tag me. I am at Facebook and Instagram at Nurse Coach Sean. That's S H A W N E. Subscribe if you haven't already. And I would love for you to leave me a review and give me your feedback. Like I said earlier, this podcast is based on a presentation that I did for a nonprofit. So I'm going to list all of the resources that I used in the show notes. Be sure to check them out. And I hope y'all have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday next week. It is my mission and my purpose as a nurse coach to be an advocate for self-love and compassion so that I can help you leverage your own inner power and healing potential in the pursuit of a well and aligned life. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have a wonderful week. I'm Nurse Coach Sean. And remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Love you guys.